I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, you guys? Michelle Grosser here. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. On today's show, we're talking all things habits. And we have the queen of habits herself with us today. Emily Nichols helps working moms and entrepreneurs habit hack their health in less time and guilt free. She is the host of the self-transformed podcast, and she's really found the solutions to feeling empowered and confident and how to live a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard, doesn't feel like another thing to just add to our to-do list all through the power of habit hacking. So that's what we're going to talk about today. She is now on a mission to redefine what self-care and health really mean and equipping other women like us with these sustainable habit hacks to help us transform our lives from the inside out and start putting ourselves first without any of the mom guilt. She has programs. She has tools. 
She has a community. She is a fellow mom. She's also a personal trainer and an Orange Theory coach, and she's a behavior change specialist. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. It's so good. She gives us so many uh, practical tools and handles that you guys can start putting into practice today. So enjoy this conversation with Emily. Hey guys, Michelle here. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. So excited. We have Emily Nichols with us today. Emily, welcome to the podcast. Michelle, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah. So Emily's also a fellow podcaster. So I know we'll talk about that a little bit today, but just kind of tell everyone the work that you're doing and what you've kind of got going on these days, your your area of expertise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again for having me on the show. I'm the host of the Self-Transform podcast. You can also search for Habit Hack Your Health because that is kind of like what people know me for is habit hacking tips. So, And I really focus on busy working moms who want to make health a priority, but do it in less time and guilt-free and just do it from a place of self-love and self-care for themselves. But that's really hard for us to do a lot of times. So I'm a habit and fitness coach. So my area expertise is around healthy habits. So I help women. We really dig deep into where our time is going during the day, what type of healthy habits we should be focusing on and how to do habits differently as women and how to pivot them throughout all seasons of our life. So that's pretty much what I do. I've had the podcast for three years now. It's my most favorite thing I do, getting to talk to other folks like you and getting to impact other women. But outside of the podcast, I also coach at Orange Theory, and I'm in the audition process right now to become a HotWorks instructor as well. But I stay really busy with my husband, our dogs, and our two boys. Yeah, awesome. I love this. This is going to be such a good conversation because I feel like so many of us, especially busy moms, like we have to have some level of daily habits in order to just make it through the day and like have all the moving parts running, right? There's so much that we do behind the scenes. But I think also a lot of us operate at such a pace that sometimes it's so hard to even take inventory of like, is what I'm doing even working? Are there new things I need to be putting into place? Like, is this actually serving me and helping? So I'd love if you could kind of share maybe some of the signs that, hey, it's time to put in some new habits here or like maybe some light bulb moments for people listening that are like, oh yeah, that's a signal that I've got some work to do on my daily habits. Yeah. I think a lot of times, I'm sure a lot of ladies could relate to this. You go to bed at night, you go to lay your head on your pillow and you're like, I felt today was so chaotic, but at the same time, I got nothing done that I wanted to. You know, I'm sure a lot of women could relate to that. I know I have felt like that before where you're kind of letting your day run you. It's chaotic. And I feel like there's so many reactive things happening in our lives. That's kind of how I teach why women have to do habits differently. There's a lot of reactive things happening externally, but also internally in our heads. Whereas, you know, maybe you have this really great intention to make a great dinner tonight for your kids and do a little extra mini meal prep on the side. But in the back of your head, you have all these reactive things thinking like, oh, did I send that email? What's going to happen tomorrow? Who's going to carpool this kid this way? Did I call the doctor? Do we have a doctor's appointment tomorrow? I feel like this is constantly running through our head and it just feels so chaotic. And we just need a system and some habits in place to make it more calming for us in a way. But a lot of times we are focused on everyone else 
and we're not taking care of ourselves. So at the end of the day, you might feel like it's been chaotic and you weren't productive. And a lot of times it's because, well, what did I do for myself today? It's a great question to ask yourself at the end of the day. What did I do to take care of me today? And most of the time we'll look back and be like, I don't know. I don't I brushed know. my so, teeth. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, that's a win, right? But I really like to focus on just a few small areas of health to make it a lot less overwhelming and seeing health as like, okay, I am training for life. I am taking care of myself so I can take care of everyone else around me. So when all of those reactive things happen, you know, internally in our head, and of course, all the external um, distractions that happen too, we're able to come from a place where we have a full cup. It doesn't feel as chaotic. And when you lay your head on that pillow at night, you're like, okay, Today may have seemed really busy, but I have a sense of calm because I really took the time to, you know, just sit down and eat my dinner slowly, you know, something so simple as that. Yeah. I think that's powerful. Just, just growing our awareness, right. And how we're showing up for ourselves each day. The demand on mothers is just different than any other group. It just is. Dads do a lot, not diminishing that, but it's just different. And do you think because of that, women and moms in particular should approach their goals and their habits and their day-to-day differently than any other group? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, not, not discrediting dads because they do a lot too, but I feel like just as women, we're naturally nurturing human beings and we're like, I run the house. I am running all the appointments. Oh, I should be doing the dishes. Oh, I have all these work responsibilities. Did I call my mom this week and say hi? You know, we have all these things running through our heads. And, you know, there's a lot of great habit strategies out there, a lot of great habit books. I became a behavior change specialist because as I was leaning into, you know, helping folks with their health and fitness, I was like, this all sounds great. But how do we how do we do this logistically? You know, when I have conversations with my husband, he's like, oh, well, I just go and like, I just do it. And I'm like, well, it's not that for easy <laughs> for us. It's not that easy for us. And they just don't understand that. So when we're thinking about establishing healthy habits, we have to have a system in place and use what we already got, right? Like you mentioned brushing your teeth. That is a habit that is unconscious. We will do it at the beginning, end of the day, maybe in the middle. You already are doing that. And there's already a habit loop attached to that, right? You don't even have to think about it. So you get, maybe you get out of the shower as soon as you get out of the shower, that's your cue that, okay, now I brush my teeth. And the reward on the other side is, oh, I have great dental hygiene. I have really (laughs) great smelling breath. It's as simple as that, but it's like, okay, well, what could I maybe stack on top of that? Make think of the, think of this a little bit more with strategy. It's like, okay, well, Maybe while while I'm brushing my teeth, that now becomes a cue in the routine is I'm saying a nice little prayer or I have, you know, a podcast I'm listening to or an affirmation playing on my phone or a devotional playing on my phone. And the reward on the other side is like, okay, I, I feel more of a sense of calm and ready to start the day. And that was so small, but we took advantage of what we were already using. And I think sometimes we make it so big and grandiose where it's like, Well, something so small like that for the capacity that you have that day is going to make a big difference for the whole rest of your day. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned it here and and explained it a little bit, but I think there's so much power in habit stacking. And I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with that idea. So I love that you talked about with toothbrushing, but just kind of explain a little bit for our listeners who are like, I've never heard about habit stacking. 
the idea behind it maybe, and then like maybe a couple other examples of how they could start. Sure. Sure. I love habit stacking. I love it. It's where you can really start taking advantage, like I said, of what you're already doing. I always use brushing your teeth because I'm like, everyone does that. Everyone does that. So what you already have some habits and routines established throughout your day, right? You already have some morning routines and there's various habits stacked on top of one another in that morning routine. So think of the order and you get ready in the morning right? That's different for everyone, but we don't even think about it. It's like, okay, I brush my teeth. I, you know, brush my hair. I do my makeup. Then I fix my hair. Then I get dressed. Well, someone may be like, well, I brush my teeth. Then I get dressed. Then I do my makeup. Then I do my hair. You know, everyone has their own order in that morning routine. They don't even have to think about it, but those habits are stacked on top of one another. So when you're wanting to create a new habit and make it an unconscious behavior, you have to have some strategy behind it and stack it on top of what you're already doing. So another fun example I like to give, you guys will never forget this one. This is why I always <laughs> remind you of that. So, you know, we're, we're trying to stay hydrated, right? Everyone's got a Stanley now. We're all drinking our water throughout the day. So we're headed to the bathroom a lot because we have to go potty a lot of times. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a habit you'll do like unconsciously, like you got to go, you got to go. So it's like, well, can we maybe stack something on top of after you wash your hands? I'm going to do just 10 squats in the bathroom and then walk out. Like if you go to the bathroom 10 times a day, it's 100 squats. And the reward is like, hey, my booty is lifted. I feel great. And I'm staying hydrated at the same time. So it's really thinking of something so microscopic like that and how, you know, like the compound effect that adds up over time. If I was to stand here and be like, I'm going to do 100 squats. It wouldn't happen. My quads would burn out. My booty would burn out. Everything would just be like, oh. and it's a really good analogy for life, right? If we do it small over time, it adds up. But if you try to do something big all at once with no strategy, you're gonna burn out. So habit stacking and having that idea in your head, like, well, where can I take advantage of things that I already do? Because starting a new habit does take brain power. And I don't know about you, but I got a lot of tabs open (laughs) in my head and on my laptop as well. So to make it super easy on yourself, just stack it on something you're already doing where you don't have to think about it. And then over time, that habit will become unconscious as well. Oh, I love that. And I love just your encouragement to break it down. It doesn't have to be this big thing. Because I think sometimes that can be the biggest block and just getting started in a new habit. It just feels overwhelming. You're like, I'm already at, I feel like I'm at capacity. I don't know where I'm going to fit this in. It's one more thing to think about. I already have this mental load of all the things we've already talked about today. Are there, especially with our health, I think, and our fitness, are there some ways in which you help coach women to like, prioritize certain things to kind of manage all of that as they get started? Yeah. Yeah. So there are really simple things you can do as far as like getting started with your health. I don't know about you, but I used to be the queen of like on a Monday, especially if it was the first day of the month, I am like, I'm going to work out five days a week. I am going to like meal prep for three hours the Sunday before. And I am going to like use that gratitude journal every single morning and night. I am going to feel amazing. You're doing all these things at once. And then by the end of the week, you're, you're not doing any of them, right? You had no strategy in place. And again, like I said, starting a new habit takes brain power. So that took a lot of brain power and our capacity is already at the max, right? So when it comes to our health, we want to think about, okay, what's going to serve me right now 
in this season of life that I am in as far as my health goes, right? So we're going into the summer months. You know, I coach at Orange Theory. We usually slow down a lot in the summers because folks aren't coming physically to class because they're at home with their kids. It's summer break. They're traveling or whatnot. And a lot of times we don't have a plan in place because it's like, oh, well, I just won't do anything. It's like, okay, well, what can you do at home? How can you incorporate your family into movement? How can you model that for them as well? So, you know, if movement is a priority for you right now, think about how you can incorporate that for the season of life that you're in. Or if you're like, you know, in a busy season where your evenings are just really, really, really jam packed, it's like, well, you know, I don't want to hit the drive through every night. I need to have some strategy, but I don't want to do like a three hour meal prep. It's like, okay, well, every day when I make something for lunch, I'm going to throw like some protein in the oven to cook. So that way I have extras to create a meal the next day. That way in the evenings, we have something quick to throw together to eat versus going through a drive through drive throughs are okay every once in a while. I'm not saying you can't not do that. And then last with mindset, you know, maybe it's a season of your life where it is just a work is just so busy and you're really being stretched thin and being challenged at work and maybe your confidence is lacking. So you need to take a moment to think of, okay, what kind of mindset work can I do for my own confidence? Maybe it's affirmations in the morning. Maybe it's writing a cue with a dry erase marker on your mirror and thinking of how that helps you in your season of life. And then pivoting as you move along too, right? You can kind of see, I only focused on three areas. So it's food, freedom, mindset, and movement. So what best serves you, you can stack those onto your habits. And then after that feels more comfortable, it doesn't feel as hard, then it's like, okay, maybe I'll stack another new habit on now to see how that feels until it's an unconscious behavior, right? So just focusing on those three areas, if you're thinking, okay, well, what habit should I start with? There's a lot of different ones you could do. It could be as simple as I'm going to just walk every day. For your nutrition, it could be I'm just going to drink more water instead of chugging coffee all day. For your mindset, it's like I'm just going to say one nice thing about myself while I brush my teeth. Yeah. Simple. Simple, simple. And I love that even the simplicity and the movement. Like this is a podcast where we talk a lot about nervous system regulation. And I think people think like, oh, I need this like two hour fitness routine for it to impact my mental and emotional health. And it's like, no, like 10 minute walk around the block, even just walk around your house if that's all you have, like that has a huge capacity to impact your your nervous system and all these other areas of your life. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Walking is my favorite. It is my favorite. It is my favorite. Like even my kids, they're old enough now. They're like, have you, have you like gone on a walk today? <laughs> They're like, mom is more patient and present when she, you know, takes care of herself. And they're seeing that now too. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Bye. <laughs> right. And our kids love it. Like my kids love when I'm like, let's go walk. It's like they're, they run and put their shoes on. So it's like, no matter what age, even if you have really little ones, like yeah. throw them in a stroller, throw them in a wagon. Mm-hmm. It changes so much. I love that. Do you often find yourself working really hard to keep everyone around you happy? Do you often wonder if others like you or or maybe what they think about you? Do you struggle to set boundaries? You really love being connected to others. Maybe you trust others really easily. How about this one? Do you tend to be quite talkative? You might have thought all of these were just parts of your personality, but they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've got to take my personality patterns quiz. 
Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And then over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are, but rather what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. Okay, so let's say... I'll speak for myself and probably a lot of people listening. We all have habits that we'd either like to, like bad habits that we want to stop or good habits that we want to start that maybe we've tried before and we just haven't been able to be consistent in them or we haven't even tried. It's just this thing where like, yeah, I know I need to do this, but I haven't done it. Do you have a structure or steps or something that you help to guide people and like implementing new habits that they want to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have a free masterclass called the healthy habit reset. It's free. It's available all year round. I do it live and go through it with folks every quarter. And pretty much what I teach is my system called the high five transformation method. So, and you'll see what the high five comes into it here in a moment, but there's five steps kind of like I've been alluding to it as we've been talking here, Michelle. So the first step is to really focus in on, well, what fundamental need do I need to focus on for this season of life that I'm in? And we do the, the reset every quarter together because about every quarter it's like, okay, my life has changed. My schedule has shifted. What do I need to shift in my life? So like I said, I only focus on mindset, movement, and food freedom because I think sometimes as women, diet culture has taught us a lot of really confusing things about what is taking care of our health. And for me, I'm like, these are just basic fundamental needs. Boom. Okay. So focusing on what you need right now. And then step number two is really leaning into your habit identity. Okay. Who do you want to be in this season of life that you are in? And what habits are going to support you to be that person? It can't just be surface level like, oh, I should be working out. It's like, well, why? So it's like, well, my habit identity, I want to be able to have more energy to, you know, do all the things I need to do for work, for my my kids, so on and so forth. So I need to have energy. I know I can get that from moving my body some way. So it's not just I should be working out. It's like, well, why? And the next, the step, third step is your time, because that is one of the biggest challenges I hear from women. They're like, this is the whole basis of what we formed our programming on as well. I don't have time. And I totally get that. So I think it's good to do a little investigative work and get some data and some facts and not just subjective feelings that we have about time and see where all your time is going. You know, we we have a shop where we have very various principles called the transformation shop and there is a habit inventory on there where you can just print it out, write down everything you do over a few days like if you have a pretty consistent schedule and see where your time is going. Writing everything down, you might find maybe oh, I'm scrolling social media a lot. You're probably going to find some time wasters in your day where you're like 
these aren't serving me. I could be doing, you know, more for my movement, like we talked about, instead of sitting up for an hour on the phone watching like funny dog videos or whatever. The dog videos always loop me in, I'm saying, from my own personal experience. <laughs> okay. And then step four is like the real juicy habit strategy. So a cue, a routine, reward, the habit loop, like we talked about earlier. We have some mini courses called the accelerators that focus on those three fundamental needs or we bundle them all together. And I give over 20 habit loop examples for each of those fundamental needs, but we really just habit hack like, okay, how can I start incorporating this into my life? I found out where all my time was going. And then you start stacking those habits, step five, and then tracking them. Tracking them is essential because that is a habit in itself, but it shows you some data points. You're like, okay, I'm able to do this Monday, Tuesday, but why can't I do it Wednesday, Thursday? Oh, my schedule's a little different. Maybe I need to have it hack this differently on these days. Or it's like, I'm having trouble doing this at all. Like then it's time to be like, okay, well, maybe what this habit really wasn't serving me. I need to do something else. Or it's just a really great confidence booster. I don't know about you. I love checking things off. I know we all have written down like, yes, I already did that. I'm going to write it down just so I check it off, right? It's the same thing using a habit tracker where you're able to see that data, but also build a lot of confidence and momentum. You don't want to miss a day because you have like a streak going. And like I said, it also gives you some really great data to take from there. So that's the system we teach. Like I said, on this other side of the habit loop is the reward. And we call it the high five transformation method because I want you to literally celebrate yourself and like high five yourself. Like, yes, I did this. And That's the hardest step for every single client I work with because they're like, how do I celebrate myself? And I'm like, just simple as like, if you meal prepped, I always go, oh, thank you, Emily, from the past. You like totally saved me today. And that may, it may sound silly, but it makes me feel so good. Or just leaning into after you do that new habit, leaning into how does this make me feel? That awareness will be like, gosh, I feel so great. Yeah. I want to keep doing this, right? So that's kind of the system we teach. Over time, what I want ladies to do is have that system be unconscious. Like just, okay, I need to be aware. Where do I need to focus right now? Where's all my time going? Okay, how can I have it stack this? And let's just track to see how it's going. Oh man, that is so good. I love it. And I think you're so spot on with the celebration part. Cause I think a lot of times people think like, oh, that's, it's either semantics or it's like, I've already done it. Like I don't need to celebrate it, but I think they miss that that's actually part of the patterning. The repatterning is like you're signaling to your body that this is good. This feels good. We're going to do more of this. And you're creating that new pathway that is then further perpetuating more of that habit that's good for you. It's not just like a party to have a party. It's like you're actually sending a signal to your brain when you're celebrating that. Yeah. Well, even thinking of, you know, bad habits, I even hate to say bad habits, but we all have habits we do throughout the day that aren't serving us. And it could be, you know, maybe scrolling social media, but you still have that habit loop around around it. You know, maybe you get off a work meeting with your boss every day at noon, you automatically pick up your phone, start scrolling and whatnot. And the roar on the other side, sometimes we get a, a nice little boosts in our happy hormones scrolling, you know, funny videos or something, but then it turns into, oh, now I'm comparing. Now I have these other things. So we can even kind of have it hack that be like, okay, well, after that, 
if I automatically pick up my phone, I'm going to send like a text message to my husband, just say, Hey, how are you? How is your day? Or check in with a friend group and have that connection with folks. You still have like those happy serotonin and dopamines running through your brain, but now you've replaced the actual routine with something that's a little bit more serving to you. That's so good. That's powerful. Just mm-hmm. have that awareness to an inventory. Like this is serving a purpose, but how can I maybe do it in a way that serves me better? So mm-hmm. good. Okay. The la- this, I want to talk to you about this too, because I think it's so interesting. I often have clients who are like, you know, I see, maybe it's the comparison, but it's like, oh, I see these people have these great habits or I want to be able to do this, but maybe they're stuck in this guilt or shame cycle of like, but I'm just not motivated or I'm not as disciplined as they are. And I'm like, I hear that, but I feel like that's why we all need habits because motivation comes and goes discipline, you know, like some days we're not as resourced as others and it's harder to do the things we want to do. But when it's a habit and it's not like, oh, I feel like it or not, it's very different, right? Mm. Self-discipline is hard and it's tricky. And I think a lot of times as women, we don't trust ourselves. We don't give ourselves enough credit because of past failures, right? We have this experience. Well, I kept trying and trying to like work out and it just, I'm just not motivated. Like I have no discipline and you're exactly right, Michelle. Discipline, habits will lead to discipline. Habits will take the place of motivation. I am not motivated every single day. No way, no one is, but I'm not motivated every day to brush my teeth, but I still do it. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So what I really want ladies to lean into and think about when you're feeling that is to really investigate like, okay, what past failures do I have in my life where I feel like I am holding myself back from re-implementing this habit, but also the guilt that comes into play sometimes. Like I... I just can't do this because I should be doing the dishes. I should be spending time with my family. And I think it's a a place to come from with communication, maybe sitting down with your family, especially if your kids are old enough to communicate to be like, hey, does it make you mad or sad when mom has to, you know, when mom goes for a walk? Most likely they're going to be like, no, I don't care. We get to go with you sometimes. It's great. And we just tell ourselves this story in our head that, you know, oh, I just can't, I can't leave my husband with the kids for an hour while I go do this or that, or just go grocery shop by myself. Right. And if a lot of times, if you just have that conversation with them, you'll be like, oh, okay. That really wasn't the case. Like they want, they want me to do this or even asking yourself the question, is this true? It's such a powerful question. It's such a um, vulnerable question to ask yourself because a lot of times you're, you know, when you're having that negative self-talk loop about yourself, like I never can do this. I can never, you know, stick to habits. And you're like, well, is that true? Then you'll probably be like, oh no, there's some things that where I've been able to do this. And then you're able to flip that script in your head over time. But I think a lot of it comes from communication and knowing that as women, there's a lot of pressure on us. There's a lot of comparison happening because of social media. And you need to just lean into what is best for me at this moment in this season of my life. How is everyone going to benefit around me from doing this? And that will help you stay motivated as those habits are being established. And knowing that we teach a whole section on capacity and grace in our courses where it's like, okay, 
on the days where everything just did not go to plan. You know, you got a call from school, your kid was sick, or you had to go do this, or something broke in your house. You have to give yourself grace at the end of the day and be like, okay, well, I wasn't able to work out today. What is my capacity? Well, I always have a backup plan in place where I just stretch for five minutes before I go to bed. And that will still build that momentum that we need from our habits. I think what happens is we kind of have an all or nothing mentality. It's like, well, I wasn't able to do it all, so I'll just do nothing. And then that nothing turns into a habit. We have to do something versus nothing and let that be the habit of giving yourself grace thinking about your capacity versus just doing absolutely nothing. Oh, that's so good. All of this is so so good. (laughs) I love it. And I think you're so spot on with this idea of just leaving the all or nothing thinking. I think that can be a real block too. And I know even in my own personal like fitness journey, I, for most of my adult life, it's like I went so stinking hard. Like I would decide I'm going to work out. And then I went so hard. And like, I felt great, but it lasted like six weeks and then it just wasn't sustainable. And then at the beginning of the pandemic, when everything was shutting down and we were stuck, I bought a treadmill and I put it in my garage and I was like, I am going to get on that thing five days a week. And some days I went and I ran like 10 miles. And then some days I literally sat on it and just stretched because I couldn't even turn it on. But allowing myself that grace, depending on how I was feeling, where I was in my cycle, how my kids were sleeping, like all of these different things that impact us. It's like, you know, what, we're almost like three and a half years in now. And it's like, I've done it because I haven't tried to go all or nothing. And it's just been such a powerful shift for me as someone who loves to go so hard and then it like teeters off. I'm like, hey, it doesn't always have to be level 10 or nothing. Totally. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Better, better than nothing. Good. This has been so great. I love, I think a lot of times when we talk or like you see a podcast episode about fitness, it doesn't incorporate all of the stuff that we talked about today. So I just thank you for that fresh approach and perspective, because I think it's more helpful than just, you know, telling someone to eat an apple or whatever like, the yeah. things are, you know, that you hear. Well, and that's, that's why we formed all of what we do. Cause it was like, okay, we know what we need to do. There's so much health advice out there. It's so confusing and overwhelming. It's like, let's just make it simple and actually have it hack it into your real life. And that is where it's going to come from. It's not a 30 day. It's not like a 21 day thing. It's for life and seeing yourself as I am training for life that will be a lot more sustainable. Oh, it's great. And and like you were saying too, even with the habits, it's like, it's not, it's not unique to one area of your life. Like these are life, whole mm-hmm. life things, right? Every area. Oh, I love it. Okay. So for the people listening who want to know more, I want to get involved and especially your free stuff where they could start, let us know where they can find and connect with you best. Yeah. Well, Michelle, this conversation has been so great. Thank you again for having me on. Y'all can search for Habit Hack Your Health or Self Transformed, any of your favorite podcast streaming. You can put me in your earbuds while you go for a walk and listen next time. Every Thursday, we have a simple Habit Hack episode and lots of wonderful guests on the show, including Michelle. And you can come and check out all the resources. We have a whole freebie vault and a shop of downloads and principles to help you track your health. And we're actually getting ready to launch some Google Sheets as well because folks are like, I need something I can check off on my phone, on the go. And some folks still want to write too. So we're kind of incorporating all that 
But like I mentioned, I have something called the Healthy Habit Reset. It's my free masterclass. It takes you through that five-step program a little bit more in depth from what we talked about today. And I have some free downloads from that to help you actually outline how to have it hack your health. So that's available anytime. I'll make sure to get the link to you to put in the show notes, Michelle. But thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll definitely include um, links in the show notes for you guys so you can access that easily. But Emily, this has been so good. I feel inspired and encouraged too to just take those small steps. So thank you for spending time with us today. It's been so good. Thank you. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.